Hello and welcome to the Mama Squad Podcast, episode four. Today we're going to go ahead and we're going to cover a little bit about mental health and self-care. Now, of course, they go hand in hand, so you have to talk about one and the other. You can't talk about just one. So today, as we cover those, I just, I want to make it clear that we fully understand that things that work for us may not work for everyone, and that's okay. And we just want to put out there what we have done to show others that, yeah, there's times that are hard, and you're going to get through it. And I'm just going to talk a little bit about how we've gotten through it and what self-care regimens or things that we decided to do. And a little hint for you, going to the grocery store alone does not count as self-care. If you wouldn't do it before you were pregnant or had kids and you considered it fun, then after having kids, it still isn't fun. Do not trick yourself into believing the grocery store alone trip is fun. It is not, okay? Maybe a little more peaceful, <laughs> but it's not fun. I look at it as you need to date yourself, right? Oh, that's good. That's good, Heather. Right? Like you have to – if you wouldn't go on a date with your spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it is to the grocery store, then don't date yourself at the grocery store. Plain and simple. I like it. So let's go ahead and roll in a little bit to uh, – we're going to talk a little bit about the mental health aspect first because we all know – there's struggles out there. It's not an everyday thing. People are going to walk up and be like, hi, my name's Heather and I have mental issues, but we all have them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As a mother of three and I've dealt with some past issues. I, I have PTSD and I'm a mom who is worked through that and still working through that. And some days are harder than others. Some days I want to crawl into a corner and just not get up. But, you know, we have tiny humans and I kind of have no choice. <laughs> um, I know for a fact that therapy was a massive change in my life. And I'm glad that I did it because without it, I don't think I could function the way that I do at the level that I do as often as I do. I said a lot of I do's there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I know Sandra has gone down some of the same paths with having to do therapy and other things, which I... I hope that she shares just as much as I know she's probably going to on this topic. Oh, I will. This one's kind of a biggie for me. I like to tell with my um, friends and stuff, I've been saying, like, I'm healthy as fuck right now. This is literally how I feel. For the first time in my life, I am not having, like, panic attacks or anxiety attacks or anything like that. Well, I say first time in my life, so... I came into therapy last year. I think it was like October 2022, right? Um, And I went to therapy because um, I was having so many um, panic attacks and anxiety attacks. I was losing my shit, you guys. Um, I would wake up and have like PTSD episodes, like hardcore stuff that like happened to me literally probably six seven years ago and because I'm finally in a place that I am stable and good with myself that I wasn't um living that paycheck to paycheck style and wasn't on emergency mode I guess my brain finally had time to process some of the traumas that happened to me and it just hit me all at once and I I literally did not have a choice but to seek 
um, counseling. Isn't it crazy how it just creeps up on you like that? Dude, yeah. Like, I was telling everyone, I'm just like, I don't know why this is happening to me now. I'm like, I haven't dealt with this stuff for so many years. Why do I need to deal with it now? It's, it's almost like our brain finally calms and it's like, oh, I can process this crap now. And then it's like a dump of emotions and you're like, oh, wait, I buried this thing so deep down. Why did it crawl back out of its hole? Dude, I was I was pissed when this is happening because I, I like couldn't function and I just I, I did not understand what the hell was happening to my body and why I could not control my own emotions. Um so I finally reached out to the VA, and I um, got with a counselor, a therapist, and um, we did CBT, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, um, and I learned quite a bit about myself, about um, just my trauma and like what happened and actually dealing with it, and I actually have a better relationship with my daughter, surprisingly, which was a very good side effect of therapy of dealing with my own shit (laughs) I can talk to my daughter now um no but I um yeah I I worked on myself it's a lot of hard work so like my therapist told me when I was going through therapy she was like anyone can go to therapy but you have to put in the hard work you have to this is not a once a week session kind of thing this is a every single day you're going to put in the work and like writing me writing my journal and me think about whatever lesson like we were gonna um talk about or whatever um so it was really good and even after the fact so now i actually um have a ptsd um workbook and an anxiety workbook and i have a journal that i write in and i actually got one with for my daughter too an anxiety for kids because she has a lot of anxiety so it's really helped me um and i'm just a really big into like the um self growth growth and like just realization i'm huge into the five love languages and the five apology languages so it's just literally therapy probably has literally changed my effing life <laughs> you know it's it's funny because I, I can totally relate to those all of those emotions at once and i'll never forget i was sitting in a session with my therapist and it was just one of those emotional ones where I'm like, I'm failing as a mom. Everything's wrong. Uh, my world is crashing down. And she looked at me. She goes, are your kids fed? I was like, yeah. They're like, are they happy? Yeah. Do they get to do what they want? Like sports and all that? I'm like, yeah. They're like, you sound like a perfect mom to me. I don't understand why you're so upset. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, when you put it that way, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I am pretty good. <laughs> but it took... I feel like it takes somebody else to be like, hey, listen, yeah, you may be slacking in some things just in general. I mean, it doesn't even have to be parenthood. It can be in your your personal relationships. But at the same point, when you're in the middle of therapy and you're really digging deep into these little holes that we've buried everything in, things are different. And as long as you are able to understand, okay, I have to work through this once I work through this. It's going to be okay. That right there, that's that's where the growth is going to come from. And that's what my therapist told me. She goes, we're going to go through some hard stuff. You're going to experience some things you don't want to. But at the end of the day, you're going to grow from it. And that that's what led 
to my personal growth and my decision to go after my self-care more and to be more focused on, you know, going to the grocery store is not my self-care. Oh, yeah. One of the last weeks of therapy, that's what um, we worked on was self-care. And one of the things that she um, pointed out are like things that what we do for self-care. So I really had to think about like that week, like things to do for myself. So some of the things that I did, well, one of the things that she told me to do was I have to give someone a compliment a day and I have to receive a compliment a day. Um, It was the receiving part and um, taking, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... Accepting the compliment. Ah, accepting. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Accepting the compliment, which was really hard for me. Because giving out compliments, girl, I can give out compliments all day long. If I like it, I will let you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I love about you, though. (laughs) But receiving compliments are kind of another um, kind of... You know, I I feel like it can be awkward, right, when someone gives you a compliment. Like, you don't know what to do or say sometimes. Yeah, it depends on your mood too. Cause there are times where I'm just like, "Girl, tell me more, tell me more, tell me more." Ooh, and there are other times where I'm just like, "Oh, thanks." But you know what's a big one? Um, when people thank you for their service, I have never been com ever ever been comfortable when people are like, "Thank you for your service." I literally do not have a good response for that. I'm just like, "Thanks." <laughs> You're welcome. I don't, I don't, yeah, like, because I don't, like, to me, the military, yes, it was a service, but, like, I had so much fun, like, I'm just, like, I, I loved what I did, like, you don't need to thank me, I would, I did it because I loved it, like, you know what I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, there's still aspects of sacrifice there, even if you do love what you're doing, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. You see, so so yeah. I get I get why people thank people. Like it's it's really kind. They're they're saying, hey, thank you for putting your butt on the line for this country. Sometimes we don't feel like we did anything. Like I didn't get to deploy, and it took me a long time to be okay with. Like it's okay because I'm marine. I literally did not have the choice to deploy or not. Like that's not something that you have a choice of. Your unit either tells you, hey, you're going, or you don't. Um, right. and I didn't, like, our units didn't get to go, so, like, you know, took yeah. me a long time. So, that's why I guess I kind of also feel like getting those kind of, like, thank you for your service. Like, I'm like, thanks, I didn't really do anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like in those moments, you know, it, it's just good to say thank you. Because then they feel good for even saying, saying it. it to yeah. you, you know. Yeah, you're probably maybe, right about that. I'm sure they feel, and maybe someone can give us feedback on this. What do you feel when you say thank you to your service for someone? Are you just saying it to say it? Or are you saying it because you really mean, hey, listen, thank you for your service. We really appreciate what you've done out there. Yeah. You know? Um, but back to self-care. Um, yeah, we got off topic a little we, bit. Yeah, my bad, you guys. <laughs> I kind of went down a rabbit hole. Um, but you know what I like to do or what I did that week which I need to do maybe this week since we're talking about it maybe I'll do it today uh not not today but sometime this week so we moved into this house right and I asked for a jacuzzi tub so let me tell you I'm going to Sandra's house (laughs) how um we fill up this jacuzzi tub and we have wine and I have can't I 
guys, ladies, men, everyone out there listening, I set the mood. I like to set the mood. And my um, partner, he actually got a dimmer in our bathroom. So the one time that we have used a tub, which I know we need to use it more. We set the dimmer, we have our drinks, we have the candles. Oh my God, it is. And we have music playing. Oh, it is. That is a life. That is a life. As she explained this to me, I realized when I get my bathroom remodels, I need a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the little things that like don't cost a lot that you can do to like kind of do self-care. Which is another one that I um, actually bought from Amazon. These, these headband things and the wristbands to um, put face masks on. Because I went to um, my best friend's house in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And she had one of those. I was like, those are life changers. I have to get one too. But I'll put a mask on. And I'm just like, oh, this feels nice. Just It's the little things that really matter. Sometimes it's it's just taking the time for you. Maybe maybe you just want to sit on the couch with, like, your favorite garbage novel, right? Because that's just your escape from your everyday reality of mom, 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 or dad, 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 a thousand and one times. And maybe it's your kids are finally in bed and you can just unwind and you can watch your favorite show and not listen to kids complain or watching an inappropriate show for children because they can't watch it when they're awake, you know? So it's... It's finding those times or those things that may just make you feel some kind of fulfillment, some kind of relaxation, and just a way to unwind. I love writing. Writing is like my thing. It's been my thing since I was a child. I lost my dad the beginning of high school, and that was just, I would literally put, I would do what Sandra did. I'd have candles in my room. I'd put my music on. I would boohoo cry for a few minutes, and then I would just write. And I still to this day have all of my poems and everything that I ever wrote in those years. And maybe that's something that you're going to enjoy. Maybe you do enjoy writing. Um, I know sometimes getting my words on paper is better than me saying it out loud. Damn, Heather, you are so productive. As you're talking here, all I'm thinking of is, holy crap, you're doing all this stuff. It took me till age 33 to figure out that I needed to write to, like, take care of my mental health and myself. Here, I'm thinking, like, yeah, like a a bag of chips on the couch where the kids are sleeping. Yeah, that's that's taking care of me. That's that's (laughs) my little... (laughs) But it's... Of course, it's sometimes it's harder. Like, I haven't really... I feel like I haven't really written the way I used to. Um, But then again, I'm not as depressed as I was then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I even have a Dear Daughter book that I wrote my daughter when I was pregnant with her. Aww. Yeah. That's really cute. It is really cute. But I feel bad because I didn't do it for the boys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you know what? Maybe you're one of those people who just love massages. Oh, yeah. Get If you're able to afford it, get yourself one of those monthly massage packages and go get a massage. Dude, go on Groupon. Get oh. a massage. Yes, do it for cheap. Oh, it will it will be worth it, I promise. That's, I love massages. That's where I found the maid service I sent to your house when we helped you move that one time. And that was a godsend. <laughs> <laughs> that was the godsend. Um, no, actually, massages are a really good idea. 
Um, what are other ways, listeners, please give us feedback. What are other ways that you guys like to do self-care for yourselves? And does it have to be the, the things that everyone thinks about too, like, you know, the tub or the massage? It could be something weird in your own kooky vibe. Who knows? Maybe you like to brush your hair like 50 times a day over and over and over again. Like Rapunzel. You know how she brushes her hair? Like, Do you know... Do you know what I really like and what I really find relaxing? What? Is when my daughter does my hair. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I get those like three minutes of like her doing my hair. And then I'll be like, Isabel, can you, um, can you redo it? It's not that good. <laughs> Just so she can spend longer time on my hair. <laughs> you know, and... <clears throat> Maybe maybe your self-care is just really bonding with your kids, too. That's acceptable. Like, maybe you're one of those God-sent people who truly just really enjoy being with their kids. And they find that to be calming and something to ease them. And I've, I've, I've met people like that. I was like, what? You exist? <laughs> I'm like, I need a break. Like, <laughs> Can you take my kids for 10 minutes? Um <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, in general, it's whatever makes you feel fulfilled, relaxed, calm, that's what you need to do. No, please, please do not go grocery shopping or shopping for kids' clothes by yourself and say, oh, this is self-care. Literally, what I was doing until last year was buying clothes for my kids. And I was like, oh, I felt so good shopping. And I'm like, I, I realized I hadn't been shopping for myself in probably like seven years at that point. It's I know been a long time. my daughter gets on my case all the time. If we're like out in a store shopping for like her or whatever, I'm like, oh, this is a cute top. And like I grab it like I'm going to buy it for myself. But I always put it back. And she's like, mom, why do you always put the thing back? Stop putting it back. Yeah. Stop putting it back. That's what she said. And I'm like, I, I, it's a problem. Anyways, you guys, whatever you guys do for self-care, remember to take the time to do it. Do not forget about yourselves. I know that you're a mom or a dad, co-parent or step-parent. Do not forget to take time for yourselves um, because you need it. You need that mental break. You need that time to reset and then, you know, start all over the very next day. Let's face it. If we're not in the best mental position that we can be we tend to miss or lack in certain areas and that's just because we are mentally drained or exhausted and just we overdo it so easily because people say it's our job to be a parent right yeah but let's be real you need to put yourself first to be an adequate parent to be an adequate person in general because eventually you're going to burn out I promise you from experience, burning out is not fun. (laughs) So take the time, you guys. All right. So I just want to thank you all so much for going ahead and listening to this episode. If you have any questions, please let us know. We're happy to chat with you and just let you know you're you're not alone. We are all on the same sinking ship, but we're just going to take it one step at a time. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful week.